Hey buddies, you thinking of starting your own podcast? Why not use Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast, and here's why. First off, it's free. Secondly, you have creation tools to record and edit right from your phone or computer. Third, Anchor distributes for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Fourth, make money with no minimum listenership. And finally, you have everything you need for a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the founder and host of BuddyCast, Nick Sorensen. Hey, buddies, it's another Wednesday episode of your favorite show, BuddyCast. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen, and joining me today is a very special man, a man who's actually going to soon be on a really well-known uh, television show, my new buddy, Nathaniel. How you doing, buddy? Hey, hey, Nick. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. So you have a very unique opportunity or experience coming up. Would you mind telling our audience what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to announce that on April 2nd, I will be appearing on the hit CWS TV show, Pen and Teller Fool Us. Wow. And I'll be sharing, yeah, I'll be sharing an original piece of magic and hope that I will get to fool them. So Sweet. So what does it mean for you to be on the show? To be on? Oh, you know, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a huge opportunity. I, I think in the magic community, anyone knows it's, it's a, I, I think it's one of the best uh, magic TV shows around. I think they, the, the level of care that they put into making sure every detail is ad addressed and making sure every performer looks the best they can possibly look is, is truly incredible. And, uh, you know, in, in terms of magic, it's just, uh, it's, I, I love the show and I'm so excited to, I, I, I've watched it for years. And so the fact that I get to be on it is, is truly a dream come true. So I'm, I'm just so, so excited. That's beautiful. So I take it just like, you know, just like the SATs, just like every college exam you've ever taken in your life, you've been preparing very hard for this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, with the hours of practice and, and, and performance, but also just uh, making sure that I've gotten the word out and that other people know and to tune in and to, uh, you know, spread the word. And I think that's a really, really important to, uh, to do the press as, as well as, as mm -hmm. make sure the show goes well. So I'm, I'm, yep. I'm hoping it, it goes well and I appreciate you uh, having oh, me on. So 100%. Yeah. Anybody of Chris is a buddy of ours. So Absolutely, yeah. Shout out to Chris yes. Aaron uh, as yes. Faust for, yes. uh, for helping connect us. Yes. Now, on the magic and the terms of magic, how hard have you been preparing for this? For this opportunity? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, uh, it, it's uh, you know, it, it's 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 pretty challenging just because we you know we have to we have the routine that gets on the show and you you can tweak it. And what's amazing is they have uh, you know Mike Close is a really amazing magician who 
who knows everything and, and is able to work with us and make sure that the magic is as good as it can be and the handling and slides are, are great. Uh, and, you know, it's, uh, it's just uh, it's a matter of, of um, just going out there and, and, uh, and do, doing the best we can. And, and I'm, I'm, I've, I've been preparing as much as I can for it. So I'm, I'm, really, I'm really hoping it goes well, but I, I'm sure we'll it will. Love it. Love it. Now let's go back in time a little bit. Let's go to the beginning. What first got you interested in magic to begin with? Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, I started magic when I was just uh, three years old. I, I saw World's Greatest Magic on TV, which uh, it kind of just reminds me how how important this opportunity is. Some of the magicians that I grew up watching, uh, like uh, uh, Topaz or Greg Fruin or Matt King, all of those are on the same season of Penn and Teller that I'm on. And I just think that's truly incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, so so to think that I might inspire an, another generation of magicians is, is, so it's, is wild to me. So, uh, but yeah, I, I started when I was a, a, a little kid and I got my first magic kit and would practice and uh, perform for my family and friends. And third grade, I did my first in-person magic show and it was a disaster. And, uh, but I learned a lot from it. And uh, I think it's important to fail in, in these performances and, and learn from them. So we, uh, I, I, kept, I kept going and uh, eventually just started getting paid and realized that I could use the, the label professional magician, which felt very weird at 13. But uh, I, I volunteered at a magic, uh, uh, a, a magic venue. It was actually a, a, a museum devoted mm -hmm. to the bygone amusements of San Francisco. And uh, the owner was a magician and he took me under and, and really supported me and helped me throughout. And, uh, and I, I really got a chance to uh, get experience performing. I performed there almost every week for years. I probably did a thousand shows at this, uh, at this museum. It's called Playland, not at the beach. They're not around anymore, unfortunately, but uh, it, it was, it was a great place for me to, to get, that experience of, of performing and uh it it took me through through high school and, and eventually college I, I went to uc berkeley and got a math degree and theater minor but uh, i decided that magic was was the path i wanted to pursue so uh right after i graduated in 2016 i went on to be a full-time magician and mm -hmm. i have been yeah it's it's not been an easy road it's been <laughs> really hard as any professional magician can tell you or full-time professional magician uh but it really, I, I've learned so much over the process, and uh, and it's uh, it's great to to finally five years later now with so much changed, be able to to have this uh, this show, the uh, Penn and Teller, to, to to say that I've been on now. So it's kind of next step up. Yeah, yeah. I have a follow up question for you, real quick. You mentioned a magic store and a mentor. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the museum was called Playland, not at the beach, and the uh, mentor was Richard Tuck, and he uh, was such a such a generous person in in so many ways, and he was an entrepreneur and was it was able to he had a huge magic collection and would start donating some of it to me over over the years so i got a chance to perform with magic props that uh, there's no way i would have been able to afford which uh 
has also helped me shape the magic that I do. I, I build a lot of my own effects because I, I just couldn't afford them before. And, and I realized it's a very rewarding process to create magic. And uh, so he, he gave me a space and he would uh, really just help support me throughout and, and uh, remind me of, of the importance of performing for real people and, and uh, just, just was, was a truly, uh, truly inspiring person for me to, to be around. And so I'm, I'm very grateful for him and, and many others who supported me when I was, was really young uh, in, in the magic world. So uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that opportunity to, to have a, a place I could regularly perform. Love it. Love it. Sounds like you had a great buddy helping you along the way. I, I, cer I certainly did. I certainly had a great buddy. Mm -hmm. So speaking of that, what does it mean to be someone's buddy in your own terms? Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, that's such a, it's such a great question. I, I think, uh, I think with, with being a buddy, that's, it's, it's, what comes to mind is friendship, but I think it's more than that. I think, uh, there's, there's a friendship aspect, but then also, uh, there's the support there's, there's be, there's honesty and support, but also I think uh, to, to be a buddy, there's also accountability. I think, I think there's the, the aspect of if, if you're, if you're working with someone, if they're your buddy, they'll be honest with you, but also keep you, keep you accountable and keep you on track. And I think, I think to me that's that's really important is that it's it's someone who will support you through and through but also tell you tell you the things that are not easy to hear and and uh really with with the with everything in mind of of making you be better and I I think that's a it's a mutual thing so uh, to it. be someone's buddy yeah love it now every magician has got one of these do you have any funny yet audience appropriate stories from your time performing yeah, I have a couple. I have a couple. Uh, the the one that comes to mind is I uh, just the the first time my first my first in per, uh, paid magic show was really a disaster in every way you could think. And now I, I think back on this sometimes and and wonder how much of it was just due to inexperience. I feel like now if I did that show, I would I would be much uh, much better prepared. But uh, I do still think that that show was just destined to not be great. But it basically, it was a, a twin's five-year-old birthday, and they'd seen me somewhere else, and they had, uh, they had me come. Um, and the, it was, uh, the, they were so excited about the magic that they wanted to share that and basically told the ending to every trick, oh, it's going to be over there. Oh, it's going to be in this box. And maybe that was a scripting thing. Maybe I, I didn't really fully understand how to, uh, handle manage uh, do audience management on that so that was one thing but then they also the uh, the clients had set up these chairs for these little kids and they were like dollar store chairs so they were not they were not very sturdy yeah. and so almost like little little time bombs throughout the show there would be like and one of the chairs would break and i think also because you we're, were dealing with five-year-olds they're fidgety they're going to be moving yeah. around in the chairs and and all of that so uh i think that kind of just the legs and then it just crashed and then there would be like broken plastic everywhere uh, a kid crying and then you know just having to okay let's clean that up and then let's let's move on uh and then um and then another chair would go down it would be like throughout the show i feel like there's where there's like three or four chairs throughout and then there's like a little yeah, yeah, and they were still, and then there was like a little toddler coming around. I had this, you know, very tall table with, a, I guess, a tall table with a, uh, with like a, this, you know, 
expensive magic prop on it. And for some reason, I put a silk underneath it. Uh, and this toddler would come and he would like try to tug on this on this cloth, and it really freaked me out. It was just like there was, there was kids everywhere. There was kids everywhere. It was a, it was a mess. So uh, uh, yeah, it was just there, it, all of all of that. I think kind of contributed to being very traumatized after my first show. But boy, I learned a lot, and uh, uh, you know, I think it's is as good of uh, a first time as any. You know, just to just throw me into the deep end and and see how it goes, and yeah. Uh, I'm I'm grateful for that opportunity. Get yeah. down into the waters and say swim, you know. That's right. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's um, like when you first it, the story is kind of like when you take off your training wheels for the first time and you realize mom and dad aren't aren't holding on to me anymore, and then you realize yeah. hey, mom and dad aren't holding on to me anymore. Hey, look, there's the truth, right. you know. Absolutely, yeah, and, and I think so much of of uh, of this is you kind of have to just go and and hope that it works and yes. and either fail or succeed, but learn from something from it. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that's so, so true nowadays, especially because I'm, I'm doing virtual magic shows and s- no, nobody knew about this one year ago. One year ago, we yeah. were, well, a little, little less than a year ago. We, we had no idea. And suddenly we all, it was a level playing field. All of the top pros and the beginners were all in this basically sp- same spot of what do we do? How do we entertain people? Mm-hmm. And and then and we we learned and failed and I'm still learning and I have so much more I I want to change and adapt but you know we're we're uh, that's I think that's what's so important is to to yeah. get a chance to to fail and 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 learn from those mistakes mm-hmm. and that's a great follow up question how has this pandemic really played an impact on you personally like just with magic and everything yeah yeah so I mean I think everyone has a very similar like a lot of performers have similar stories I had 2020 because kind of all uh worked out now now in hindsight I think you know I'm I'm almost complaining like 2019 I worked too hard I I did a lot of shows I think I did 250 shows in in 2019 and it was great but I also felt creatively drained because just you know I, I would perform in the San Francisco Bay Area I'm in North Hollywood now but mm-hmm. Driving around the Bay was just exhausting going from Sacramento to San Jose to Oakland to San Francisco all over the place and traffic and, and all of that is just is just tiring just doing corporate shows and family shows and school shows and all of that. Uh, and so I just didn't feel like I had enough time to uh, to like create. So I, I, I created a brand new show that w- was quite literally 45 minutes of brand new material uh, and I pitched it and I had 40 shows booked. It was to do at libraries to help raise awareness of the 2020 census, which, yes, that was a thing. We kind of forget about it. But the census to help keep track of how many people are living in the U.S. uh, And it happens only once every 10 years. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I I created this entire show. And I I almost literally spent three months, uh, January through March, kind of not really taking too many shows, pretty much turning down as many as I could. So I could just focus on this show. And little did I know when and I was like, okay, great. March 14th is going to be my first performance of the census show. And guess what? That was the first show to get canceled. And then 50 plus others after that, everything just changed in, in that moment. And it was just, it was devastating. Honestly, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it, you know, there was so much uncertainty it really just, it was such a scary time. And, uh, it, I, I did lose a lot of hope and, um, but you know, I think uh, you have to kind of make make the best out of the experience, and and I I, I will 
be the first to admit, I, I went into virtual shows kicking and screaming. I dragged my feet through it, but I have grown to love it and realize, oh, it's nice to, to be able to do a show and not have to and just walk five feet, turn on the lights, and mm -hmm. then I'm good to go. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's really the, the idea of really being able to connect with people literally all over the world is incredible and i'm i'm so i'm so happy that i get to to share that and and so it's been it's been quite a process but i think to bring it all full circle one of the pieces that was in the census show i sent in to fool us and it got taken and, and picked up and and now i'll be performing it on fool us on april 2nd so Sweet. i think it, it it kind of puts everything into perspective that it all kind of comes it works out. It works itself out in the end. And even though that show, which I'm very proud of, I don't know if it, we'll never really see the light of day in terms of audience performance. Um, but I am so happy that one of those pieces, I think one of my favorites, will will look get to live on in a different uh, form in on on TV now. So beautiful. You know, I yeah, it. yeah. And hey, you're right. You know, we were hit with the cyber. I remember I took a job two months before the pandemic hit and I thought to myself, okay, too much, you know, I, I had to cancel yeah. the trip before that because of the new job. So I'm like, I'm just going to reschedule that trip in April or something. And like, this was in February, this was in February. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to, you know, cancel the trip. I'll reschedule in April. Everything will be splendid. Bam. Right. It hit, COVID hit us like just a, like all of a sudden, like oh, punching the gut. Yeah. You don't see that you missed the left hook or something, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I had uh, a convention, a uh, convention booked uh, to do or to it's a thing called Gathering for Gardener. And it's a really amazing magic. It's not really a magic convention. It's an it's an uh, a celebration of life and work of Martin Gardner, who was a mathematician and a magician and a puzzle maker and a novelist and uh, an artist and, and designer. And it celebrates all of these people. And it's a very a uh, small convention. There's only 200 people and it's an invite only convention. So wow. I, I attended in 2018 and I actually talked on uh, about my work on the magic square. Uh, and it was amazing to, to be among, you know, Erno Rubik, the creator of Rubik's cube or uh, Dr. Wolfram, the creator of Wolfram alpha or Elon Lee, the creator of exploding kittens. All of us were there in the same place, and and what's cool about this convention is that you, uh, it's a it's a convention for for us. So we are a part of it. So we get to share what we've done. And so I was going to talk about the census show at uh, at G4G, uh, and that also got canceled. That's pushed back at least tentatively till October, but um, mm. we'll we'll see. You know, so so, so many more, plans. October's a more magical time, you know. Absolutely. It's also Martin Gardner's birthday, so it sort of Ooh. kind of lines up with their vision. See? So that works out. See? Yeah. And then, oh, I love how you made a futation out of this. You didn't just go, man, the show's are canceled. So I don't know. You're like, hey, it means it's going to be pushed back in October. More time for me to prepare. More time for me to do this. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, it, yeah, truly something to to appreciate. Yeah. You know, it's mm -hmm. yeah, things will things will pick back up again. Yeah. So now I got to ask you, speaking about hopes and dreams and staying positive, 
what are your hopes and dreams after you go on this show? After you've made it on Penn and Teller, you know, things start, let's say things start to open back up, everything, you know, gets quote unquote back yeah. to normal. What's your, sure. what you yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm here in Hollywood. I really look forward to getting to perform at the Magic Castle. That has, you know, been a dream of mine for, for a while. And uh, so getting to perform uh, there and also just all of the kind of, more hidden or uh, interesting venues in, in LA. So I think that would be really, really amazing. But also just doing other TV work, uh, magic, magic consulting. I'm also a magic creator. So if you're, if you, if any magicians watching are interested and uh, enjoy the routine that I do on Fool Us, that will be very shortly released as a, as a performance piece uh, for other professionals. So, uh, I will be putting out more products and uh, and creating and and doing stuff for social media. I've been making more of that little fun magic videos, so I Ooh. look forward to continue doing that. Yeah, so please make sure you follow me. I'm I'm at I'm at magical Nathaniel, but you can if you just go to type in Nathaniel Siegel into Instagram or any of the sites, you'll you'll find me. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, so yeah, yeah. But you'll get all my updates. Absolutely. Now earlier I asked you what it means to be a buddy. But part of being a buddy is being a charitable buddy. So if you could have our audience donate to one charity of your choice, what would it be and why? Absolutely. Uh, this one is uh, really hits home for me. Uh, and I'm really glad you asked about mentors because it'll, it'll come full circle. But Relay for Life. Re Relay for Life, I highly, highly recommend uh, donating to them, the, the American Cancer Society specifically, uh, the the relay for life they they hold every uh, every year. I don't know now during the pandemic. Something there was a virtual one, uh, but uh, the idea is it's a twenty four hour relay, and you get teams together and you get them to walk around the track and and you get sponsorships and there's donations for each lap run, gone. But the, it's a it's a your team will be walking around a track for 24 hours. And the idea of it is that cancer never rests and mm -hmm. to help raise awareness of uh, cancers and, and, and try to help raise funds for cancer research and, um, and treatment. So uh, the Relay for Life has been a really uh, significant uh, um, organization for me. I would perform there for uh, a good number of years. And the reason I did is because my mentor, Richard Tuck, uh, did pass away due to, to cancer. And um, it was that was really, really tough. Um, and so this was one way I could uh, pay it forward and, and, and honor him. And so I, I have one, one magic piece that I only perform, or I used to only perform once a year, and it was my tribute to Richard Tuck. And um, Lovely. What uh, what he meant to me, and he he uh, he really did mean a lot. And, and I, I I will also mention just a couple of days ago, uh, a, a friend from from the Playland world uh, commented on, on my announcement that I'm going to be on Fool Us, and I mentioned that uh, Richard would be proud, and it really really hit home for me, reminding me that you know there's it's easy to get you know lost in you know how much preparation I'm doing, or you know what else is the next thing, and and just to sit and appreciate what I've been able, the opportunities I've given and where I'm at, I, I know Richard would be very, very proud. Yes, so um, in, uh, in honor of him, I, I would recommend anyone to donate to the American Cancer Society and, and support a, a Relay for Life near you. So that's, uh, 
I, I hope that uh, you'll consider doing that. Beautiful answer. I love it when guests like you give answers like that instead of just, yeah, well, I like, yeah, well, let's go with Make-A-Wish. Don't get me wrong. Make-A-Wish is a great organization. Oh, sure. But just yeah. that general, there's, I love it when people give that answer, like, this is why this means so much to me. And if yeah. you wouldn't mind, I want to do just a quick plug-in. We have on Friday our annual, or not our annual, our uh, monthly buddy aid coming up. This round, we're sponsoring the Elton John AIDS Foundation. And tune in, because we have some great guests. We have Chris Heron as Faust. He's going to be our headliner. Um, we've got a bunch of other amazing people. And um, are you familiar with Elton John, the Elton John Band? Uh, oh, the Elton John Band. Uh, maybe not. I just I know Elton John yeah. uh, personally. but We have his percussionist, John Mahon, stopping by to oh. help announce the total. That's very cool. Well, congrats yeah. on, on getting that. Thank you. Um, yeah, we're truly excited. It's going to be a fun show, and we and stick around afterwards. Like we're going to have a raffle for people who donate, so you might have a chance to meet some of us after the show. You might have a chance to win one of our wristbands with our slogan. Awesome. It'll be someone's buddy and our little logo right there. So all you have to do awesome. is make donation. So just wanted to plug that it. in there real quick because I. I'm so yeah. glad you did. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll try to tune in. You can tune in. It's a free and it's free. It's 100% free show. We just ask that you kindly consider making a donation to our cause. That's all we ask. That's great. Like every other. That's one. So, yes. That's wonderful. Now it's time for what we call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question. You ready for this? All right. What is your advice for anyone who wants to be a magician and one day dreams of being on Penn and Teller? Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's what the, the thing to kind of just also take a moment to appreciate that, you know, this is something that so many, I mean, I, I'm, I'm was in the same spot. I'm in the same spot. You know, it's like, I have always wanted to be on the show. So I, I never want to forget how, how important that is to me and also to, to other people, because, you know, I'm representing magic and, and what, what it can be and, and where, where it goes. And, and so, you know, I, I would really just say perform. I know it's, that's a hard piece of advice to give right now because of this mm -hmm. weird world that we're in, but th that is advice I can give um, for in-person shows, wherever you can go, uh, perform anywhere and everywhere that you have the opportunity. And, and now in the virtual space, the possibilities are endless, you know, performing at open mics or just phoning a friend and, and performing for them. Uh, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard world to get into of, of uh, getting your name out there, but uh, it's, it's, you just got to go and, and perform. So perform and fail and learn from those uh, failures and, and, and be better and continue to improve. Uh, is is something that I, I strongly encourage anyone who is interested in magic in person or virtually uh, to to just just try it because uh, at least from for me I I have seen some amazing amazing magicians who are so technically not not technically like technically skilled like can do these amazing slides but I I don't I feel like most of the time they spend performing for themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's really important about magic is connection and being able to connect with an audience and be able to 
not perform at them, but perform for and with them. Yes. And so the, the only way I think you can do that is flight time, perform. And so practice is good. Don't go out and do bad magic yeah. uh, or magic. You're not quite ready, but you know, try, try to, uh, try to get to the point where it doesn't have to be perfect, but just practice it enough that you're comfortable and confident performing it for someone and, and give it a try in, in a low stakes, uh, welcoming environment. And, and I think that's the really way, the, the real way we can truly connect with an audience because, um, the it's, it, there's so much that's involved with putting good magic out there is not just doing magic that's deceptive and, and, hard to figure out it's it's making that connection and we need that more than ever now with virtual shows and uh, so that's uh that's something i would give uh for uh for just in general and anyone who wants to get on fool us do it just just do it uh you believe it or not you you, you haven't missed your chance uh if you submit uh before march 30th you can you might have a chance to be on season eight so uh Ooh. Yeah, get in touch. You can you can find their information online. Uh, it's it's not too difficult. Uh, and um, and send send it. I'm I'm more than happy if anyone wants to reach out. I'm happy to kind of help well, a little bit with uh, with that process. But uh, I think one thing to uh, maybe misconception is it doesn't have to be the most highly produced video. They almost prefer not. Uh, it doesn't have to be this you know sophisticated you know perfect. Like everywhere you're, music. Yeah. They're doing all that. You're you're gonna be on the Penn and Teller stage in Rio with camera crews, everyone's there. So if you you know just perform with your camera phone and even if you're in pajamas or whatever, just do an at home video, like just, one of those just, just homemade videos. Perform. Yeah, absolutely. It's the, I think I, I don't know exactly how people think of of submitting, but maybe it's a scary thing. Like oh, I've got to get every detail right for fool us. Send in, send in a video, send in two videos, send in a few, uh, see what sticks. And just, just for people to get a sense, this was my fifth year submitting this, the year that I got on, I submitted three things. The third thing that I submitted was the one that got on. Wow. So yeah, it's, it, I've, I've worked really hard to get to this point and, um, it's hard to, it's hard to wrap your head around that. And it's, it's the rejection or just, just. Uh, I think my third year I had interest that, and I was talking with the producers for a while. And I was like, Oh, maybe I'll get on fool us. And, uh, they were like, Oh, we're interested in this routine. And, uh, we were, we like this, but we, we are not sure about this. And I worked with them and, and was able to come up with different variations. And then I filmed them for them. I said, here's, here's an idea. And they're like, eh, we're not sure how that idea will play. We like this other idea. Can you send us something? We need something to, to sign off on it. And I did. And, didn't go anywhere. Then I submitted again, season four, or the next year, fourth time, didn't, this fifth time, it was the fifth time's a charm, I guess. So, yep. you know, your time will come and hopefully it'll be less seasons than it took me to get on. But, um, you know, it's, it's just, you, you have to be persistent. You have to keep, uh, keep at it. And, um, yeah. and uh, the time will come. Now, I know I asked you this a bit firsthand, but, and you can teach this. Did you fool them? I can't, I can't say, I can't say, but, but, you know, I think it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Fool them or not. Uh, I, some of my favorite routines are the routines that don't fool them, but are entertaining because I think sometimes yeah. people get bogged down in like doing the same trick, but a uh, different handling and it technically fools them. And, mm -hmm. you know, 
there are some amazing foolers. Don't get me wrong. There are some amazing foolers. But also, um, at the end of the day, it's the best magic showcase on TV. They make you look as good as you possibly can. And it's, you know, I now can say, as seen on TV, as seen on Fool Us. And uh, I have my my magic to a much wider audience. And Mm -hmm. so, so... However it goes, uh, it'll it'll just be I'm just I'm along for the ride and I'm happy to to be a part yeah. of this. One hundred percent. And now you can see as seen on Buddycast. As seen on Buddycast. Yeah, I don't I don't know which one. I'll have to. Uh, <laughs> we'll go on my website first. But uh, yeah. I I love it. I I'm I'm excited to to be here. So yes, and we're honored to have you. Now I think it's time that you put your advice into action. Would you mind giving us a little performance? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I'll, we'll we'll uh, we'll do we'll do a, a quick trick here. Yep. Uh, Whoops. Let me give you the oh. screen. Oh, there we go. Hi. Yeah. Well, I I'm very grateful to get to perform for all of you wherever you are watching right now. You know, it's a uh, it certainly is a weird time with so much going on, and we are. Separated from each other. And while things seem to have fallen to pieces, through the power of technology, we're able to be brought together. And I think there's something so wonderful about that. And I'm so grateful that I'm able to share my magic with people quite literally, all over the world. And I get to create brand new magic for my audiences. And in the end, we can all be just a little bit More connected. And ultimately, one day soon, we will all be able to be back in person. Thank you very much. That was Thank excellent. You. Thank Thanks. you for being a buddy here on BuddyCast. You are an official buddy. We are on. Uh, yes. Yes. Yep. So. Thank you. For all my buddies out there, this is my buddy, Nathaniel. Catch him on Penn & Teller. When's the show again? Friday, April 2nd at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on the CW Network. If you don't have cable, that's okay. You can watch it on the CW app. Uh, on the website, or you can catch it on, uh, it'll be posted on YouTube on my channel, hopefully the next day. So you know check well, it out. It'll be in. awesome. You know, darn well, I'll be tuning in. So thank Fantastic. you so, so much for being a buddy. It was great to meet you. It was great to learn all about you. And I have one favor to ask you before we wrap up the show here. Yes. Go be someone's buddy today. I will. 
Thank you. Thank you, Nick. I, re I really yes. appreciate it. I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to, to it. 100%. Like I said, for all my buddies, this is my buddy Nathan out there. I hope you all have a great day. I hope you all go be someone's buddy. And we'll catch you next time here on Buddy Thanks. Cat. Well, the days are going fast, buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last, buddy, buddy, before they've all gone past, buddy, buddy, tune in to Buddy Cast. Don't feel like it could make it.